0: We're off and running. Oh, we're recording? Yeah. Wow. Hi, Internet. I'm really good at cold openings. (laughs) That's how the song goes, right? I mean, if we were at a game club. Game, like, I wanna be dead. Yeah,
1: that's, that sounds like it's the opening of uh, that song from um, "All That." No, top that, top that from I was Team Witch. That is
0: not how "All That" Team, sounds like. Top
1: that. I don't give a th- about <laughs> you. Okay. Hi, this is
0: Cody Daigle-Oriens. And I'm Neil daigle Orians. And welcome back to another episode of Bearded Fruit. Fruits that are bearded. That's We're us. We're peaches, because peaches have fuzz. So today is the first day of spring. Yay. It's... Shout out to spring. <laughs> Shout out on Twitter, hashtag spring, hashtag spring 2016. Hashtag spring has sprung. Hashtag sprung has spring. And, and of course, because we are in eastern Connecticut, we are expecting a snowstorm. <laughs> Eastern?
1: <laughs> yes, we're in I
0: Eastern guess we, Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. I'm still getting used to like tiny states like this. So directions, I'm just like, aren't we central, but no. also kind of Western? Yeah, it's, no. it's just so tiny. Right.
1: We are in Eastern Connecticut and we are expecting winter storm Regis. Like who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Or who wants to snow day on Monday? That's, I don't. I, I
0: kind of do. Well, I know you do. I have to work. So regardless,
1: I'd be working anyway from home, but Hooray. So hopefully where you are, it is sunny and beautiful on this
0: first day of spring. It's currently sunny and beautiful here. It's very strange. We're supposed to get snow and I don't get it. Yeah, Weather you crazy.
1: Um, so before we jump into the um, topics for today, we wanted to explain the name of our podcast there's a story behind the name of our podcast bearded fruit uh and it's also allowing us to shout out to a very good friend of ours julia DePinto, who
0: doesn't even listen to the podcast because she thinks that it costs money <laughs> but it's not it's free because it's a podcast maybe
1: she's wanting to get royalties because she came up with the name uh i mean she got student loans to pay back so for people who've been listening to the podcast uh last summer we were quite the, the little the little beach bums, and we went to the beach several times. <laughs> we went to the beach like three times, if that. <laughs> For me, that's a lot, because that's the most I've ever been to the beach in like oh, ten years. Okay. So we were beach bums last year, and uh, we would go... We, one uh, one weekend, we went with our friends Julia and Claire uh, to Miss Kwamakut State
0: Beach in Rhode Island. Miss Kwamakut's my favorite drag queen. That will be my... She, season nine. Um, she is a pageant queen, of course. Miss Kwamakut 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: So we were getting ready uh, to to head out from Julia's house, and we were packing the uh, the cooler with all of our treats for our, our day at the beach, and Julia asked us if we wanted to bring fruit with us to the beach.
0: Yes, and, and one of us, I... I uh, it had to be you. It had to be me, because I'm like that, Was just like, oh yeah, we're already bringing the fruit.
1: And then Julia said, yeah, bearded fruit.
0: And 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 I was like,
1: stolen. Consider that stolen. Clocked. Um, And so that was was where we got the name Bearded Fruit. So thank you, Julia, for giving us our name. Yeah. For naming us. So this week we uh, we have some fun things to talk about. It's gonna be a very
0: positive episode of Bearded Fruit. We're trying to get all the positivity out before the terribleness of the winter storm. Exactly. Yes.
1: So we're gonna start this week with a story that was published by thegrio.com. And it's about a man named T Lee. It's really his name, not a drag name, it's T. Lee. Like the letter T or like T-E-E-L-E-E. Teeley. Teeley. And uh, Teeley is going through a bit of a heartbreak right now. He's having some tough times because he shared this week on Twitter that his boyfriend, partner of, I think, six years, broke up with him. And the boyfriend broke up with him because T supports Donald Trump. Who does that? He's supporting Donald Trump for president. He is hashtag gays for Trump.
0: Okay, so when you first told me about this, I was under the impression that Teely had broken up with the boyfriend because the boyfriend supported Trump, mm. and that the hashtag gay for, gays for Trump was being ironic. Now I'm sad. No,
1: yeah. So, Teely is the one who got broken up with because he is pro Trump. And uh, Teely is an African American gay male who lives in the Trump Towers. He's uh, lived in the Trump Towers for years, according to his Twitter feed. Which one? Uh, the one in New York.
0: Okay. Because there's also one in Chicago, I think.
1: I think he lives in the one in New York.
0: There's his name's everywhere, that's all that really, yeah,
1: um, and so so poor t lee is is um he's now heartbrokenly sad because he is gays for Trump. I don't get gays for Trump, no, I mean, I don't get blacks for Trump, I don't get hispanics for Trump, I don't get anyone for Trump, <laughs> like. Let's be, be real. Race, for okay, me. racist white people for Trump. I no, get. that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Do you hate yourself? Vote for Trump. And so, so when you check out T Lee's uh, Twitter feed, um, his his profile, his like information about himself is hashtag Make America Great Again, hashtag Trump twenty sixteen, hashtag All Lives Matter, hashtag Blacks for Trump, hashtag Gays for Trump, hashtag Anything that Bleeds Matter. So like press proofs. Bleed? Do you have bleed on press proofs? Do they uh, matter to?
0: Uh, um, what?
1: Printing joke. Never mind. Maybe I'll cut that.
0: Um, no, keep that. Everybody <laughs> right. needs to know how awkward you are. But yeah, so
1: so let's talk about gays for Trump. Let's talk about what that's about. I mean, he feels very much like a Stacey... This is another Stacey Dash moment. Here's mm. another person who is actively voting against their own best interest.
0: Mm-hmm. For what? I don't understand it. Um, some people just... It feels like it comes from, I mean, not to get analytical, but it feels like it genuinely comes from an internalized oppression. I think, I think people don't understand the gravity of the situation when they decide to support, other than, other than legitimately like the racists who are really eating up the rhetoric from Trump. I think people just don't understand just how problematic he is and how opportunist he is. I don't think people understand that.
1: And I think there's a degree too, of not being aware of situations larger than yourself and really seeing everything through the context of how things affect me. Like if you're only looking at my current situation, you know, if you' if your lens is, this is what's happening to me, this is what my situation is, this is what would be best for me. You can make really terrible decisions whenever you're not being, Directly marginalized by someone like a Trump, although he's African-American and Donald Trump is definitely Mm -hmm. his whole campaign has been about um, Exclusion in many ways. Yeah, particularly race.
0: Well, I I wonder um, I wonder if there's a class issue with this, too, because if this person has lived in Trump Tower Yeah, I think I think it's the Chicago one because that's what's coming up when I Google mm. it. Yeah, so like base rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Trump Tower is 3250 a month. So, dude's probably got some money, especially yeah. if he grew up in that. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder, like, like, yes, he may be black and gay, but he's also probably coming from a place of outstanding privilege regardless. Yeah. So... I think I think class needs to be considered in those who do support Trump as well. Yeah, so,
1: so poor T. I, I mean, I feel bad that his boyfriend broke up with him, but I hope his boyfriend I don't. finds someone awesome.
0: I'm sure he will. Just get on your grinder, T. Lee's unnamed boyfriend, and you will find a liberal voting, bleeding heart, uh, feeling the burn... Ready for Hillary, etc. cetera. Exactly. I'm
1: with her. Hashtag I'm, I'm with
0: her. Uh, hashtag he for she.
1: I mean, I just uh, pretty much if you're single out there and, and you're going to be looking for dates this election season, ask for somebody's Twitter handle and make sure they're not using the hashtag, hashtag
0: gays for Trump. Um, if Tee Lee's ex-boyfriend is listening, um, just hit us up. We just want to make sure you're okay because we care. Bearded Fruit cares. The Bearded Fruit Foundation for fruits who've been... Dating, Miss dating Trump, Trump, Trump supporters. supporters. It's a niche audience. Is it's a very niche foundation. Very, very niche foundation. 401c3k. 501c. 401k. 401c3. Whatever. Yeah. C3po. Clearly, we don't have retirement plans.
1: So, also in the news this week is something uh, pretty rad. I think the American Physical Society has announced that they are going to put together a new committee. Uh, the American Physical Society is a society of physicists, which is in interesting.
0: I, I thought you meant like PE teachers. No,
1: this is a group of physicists, and they're putting together a new committee to look into issues of discrimination and exclusion in the fields of physics based on sexual identity, gender identity, and gender expression. So. They are looking into how to make the field of physics more inclusive for
0: LGBT people.
1: And it's suddenly, rather exciting,
0: and suddenly physics got a lot more fabulous with with, with a ph. That's pha. Yeah, and so
1: um, the the this study on gender diversity and sexual diversity in physics has come out of a, of a several years long conversation with actual out physicists in the community. Um, Talking, those physicists sharing their experiences of feeling not included or feeling less than comfortable in the worlds of physics. And they're looking into this, this committee is going to start a plan, Uh, plans to start the survey of physics institutions across the country. So they're going to be checking in with all the institutions uh, to understand the climate for LGBT physicists and uh, how many of them are out there, what they're studying and mm-hmm. the issues that they face in their various workplaces.
0: I wonder how this is going to affect situations like University of Nebraska. When I was going to undergrad there, they were going through this, this period where they were trying to pass. And I think they did eventually pass uh plus one benefits, so it was more than just only your married spouse, because at the time it was illegal, it's also just a plus one, so it could be your same-sex partner or otherwise. So I wonder how this is gonna affect those kinds of policies? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of these institutions, I'm assuming, are universities, research institutions. Right. So I wonder how it's gonna affect those policies, because there's still so many states where it's perfectly legal to fire someone based on their sexual orientation or gender expression or gender. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how this affects that. If it affects that, if yeah. if physics is a big enough field that it affects universities like that, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think oh. it's a, it's a really it's I think it's an interesting story because I never really think about LGBT issues inside certain spaces. Like I never think that LGBT physicists would maybe have employment discrimination
0: issues. I Hashtag think about that. LGBT STEM.
1: Yeah, like there that and, and I think I also think it's a really interesting story to illustrate how inclusiveness and diversity are not things that just naturally happen in places just because people learn things that inclusivity and diversity are choices that you have to make.
0: Ooh, girl. Yeah, there's so much to be said about exclusion in academia. There's so much to be said about it. And representation in academia, it just doesn't exist.
1: Well, and it's in all places. I mean, we we have to... There are so many situations in which we hold the values of diversity and inclusion. We say those things are good. We should be more inclusive to LGBT people. We should be more inclusive with race. We should be more inclusive to women. But those values don't really mean so much unless you actually do something and make choices that live out those values and it's it's nice to see a whole body of of thought and uh, and this entire like community make a choice to say yes we are going to actively invest in solving this problem we're going to learn and it's very scientific we're going to learn what it is we're going to find out all the variables and then we're going to solve
0: this problem Mm
1: -hmm. and i think that's really rad
0: so stay tuned for our our new podcast queer physics uh (laughs) I would love to talk to a queer physicist. If there are any queer physicists
1: listening, I would love to do an episode with you. We could talk about um, space.
0: I actually found a website that um, it catalogs queer academics in queer STEM. So I'll have to find that again for you.
1: Well, I was going to mention uh, the group that encouraged the American Physical Society to do this study is a group called LGBT Plus physicists. And they can be found on the web at lgbtphysicist.org. And they have a, a out list on their website. It's a list of over 110 out physicists at institutions all around the country. So if you're curious about seeing who are the LGBT physicists who are out in the world, you can go to their website and check it out. And um, they're from everywhere and they're studying all sorts of really rad things. They have their website so you can go communicate with them. They also list um, allies, physicists who are outing themselves as as LGBT allies and there are 280 signatures on that ally physicist list. Which so, is such a hard thing to out yourself as. Yeah, way to go, ally physicists.
0: I was being fucking
1: So the last thing we're going to talk about this week is sports. Football. Football. We're going to talk about some... Are you ready for some football?
0: I am... Toss me the pigskin, daddy. We, um, <laughs> that sounds like that, just a regular mm, Thursday for us. <laughs> whoa <laughs> nobody needs to know that's on the unedited version um we'll here see. we
1: um, but uh we're gonna talk about football and the nfl but first we're gonna chat a little bit about georgia the state of georgia and what it's up to so the in the state of georgia governor nathan deal may sign a religious liberty bill into law in the coming weeks, and this religious liberty bill would allow faith-based groups, including churches and religious schools, to refuse service to people if that service violated the group's religious beliefs. Now, these laws have been um, popping up all over the country post-marriage equality, uh, these kind of, these so quote-unquote uh, protecting religious freedom bills.
0: Thanks, Obama.
1: But really what these bills are doing are writing discrimination into the laws of states. A lot of people have always been very angry about these laws. And this law is happening in Georgia. And a very big institution, the NFL, has taken a public stand against this bill in Georgia, particularly. They have made a statement. And so here's the uh, NFL statement on this religious liberty bill that's going on in Georgia. NFL policies emphasize tolerance and inclusiveness and prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Whether the laws and regulations of a state and local community are consistent with these policies would be one of many factors NFL owners may use to evaluate potential Super Bowl sites. And one of those potential sites is Atlanta. Atlanta is trying to get the Super Bowl in 2019 or 2020.
0: Yeah. They're building a new stadium, which will be open in 2017.
1: Mm-hmm. And the NFL is basically saying,
0: nah, nah,
1: girl, not if you pass this religious liberty bill. We're not standing for it. And it sh- that's awesome. It
0: should be noted that the NFL spokesman who said this concluded his thoughts with a snap and a Z formation.
1: Yeah. And then he also went hashtag by Felicia.
0: Yeah. And then he uh, he did a tearaway revealing uh, a. of. He did a tearaway, revealing a beautiful caftan underneath his suit,
1: and he had a wig under another wig. <laughs> he had
0: a wig. He had two wigs under his wig, and he lip-synced for his life. It was, and he he had stayed. He. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. So we're really. I'm. I'm. I think it's really rad that the NFL is making this statement because the NFL is sort of considered this incredibly macho, hetero, like dude, bro, football uh, kind of institution. And for them to say, look, if your city isn't going to have inclusive laws that protect LGBT citizens, we're not bringing our millions and millions of dollars to you. We will find a better city, which is like any city. (laughs) You know, like, no, Atlanta's rad.
0: We love you, Atlanta. Yeah,
1: no, Atlanta's a really cool city, but...
0: Just get your shit
1: together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, please don't have a, an anti-gay bill, and I don't have anti-gay laws on your books. I think it's awesome that the NFL is saying that. It, it goes back to that thing about um, inclusivity and diversity being a choice. You have to decide to do things. You have to decide that you're going to live the values that you uphold. It would be one thing for the NFL to say, no, guys, we really, we really wish that you would have pro-LGBT laws, but we're still going to come to your city anyway. Mm-hmm. That would be one thing. That's just, that's, you know, lip service. But to actually say, no, we're not going to consider you if you don't change these or you or
0: you don't get rid of these laws. That's living out your ideals. And I think that's really rad of them. So thank you, NFL. If you want to sponsor us by sending us copies of Madden 16, I don't even know if they're still making that game in 16. I don't know. We don't even have any 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 system that would even... Play that. Thank you, NFL. Exactly. (laughs) So as always,
1: uh, thank you for listening to Bearded Fruit. Please head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Hashtag Bearded Fruit. Hashtag hear the queer, which is the
0: one that I like. <laughs>
1: hear the queer?
0: Yeah, I like that one. Okay, ha- hashtag um, gays against Trump. Gays against Trump, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but no, head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a review or leave us some stars. It helps us out if you say some positive things about the podcast on iTunes. Maybe one day we'll
0: actually get paid to do this. Probably not, but...
1: You can also find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit, or you can find us on the web at www.beardedfruit.com, where you can find all our previous episodes and other information about the show.
0: Yeah, and um, pictures. There are pictures on our website, right?
1: There are pictures of us.
0: Oh, wow. You can yeah. put a face to a name. Headshots to a and bios. Headshots and bios. A new play. Yeah. Uh. A a one act, maybe? Maybe. Maybe.
1: Well, enjoy your first day of spring, and we're going to enjoy the snow. Yay. And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Let the music play.
1: We don't have the rights to that.
0: I mean, bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Bearded Fruit Podcast. To find out more about Bearded Fruit, find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit or visit us on the web at www.beardedfruit.com.